Sherlock. I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. It's nice to hear from you, Charlie. I can't hear you, Nate. (laughs) You have to say it louder into my necklace of ears. Do you get it yet? Really defeats the purpose. If you want people to hear you, you don't cut their ears off, man. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't see the logic in that. Dr. Dolph Lundgren does not have to explain his logic to anyone. I guess. Chemical engineer scientist Dolph Lundgren. Oh, and Mr. Badass Jean-Claude Van Damme did not get his ears cut off in this, thankfully. Nope. He did almost get his manhood cut off. But thankfully, it was lower. I mean, his manhood was out and about quite a bit in this movie. <laughs> and there was a lot of shots of that butt. It's contract, man. That there's, ass has to be shown. There's there's like so many uh, frames that Van Damme ass has to be in a movie. It's in the contract. It, it's in his contract. It's, it's actually dude. at the very top of the line of the contract. It's first. Yeah. You actually 24 sign. frames of my ass will be shown in this movie. It, you're not signing Van Damme. You're signing Van Damme's ass. That's yeah. what it is. Van Damme just comes along for the ride. You know, that's just happens. And then he to be... gets to keep all the jeans on set after the movie's done. I, w- I would, ha- I would, I would expect that. Who else is going to fit into Van Damme be- jeans? You know, <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. What's what's wardrobe department going to do it, with that? You put on those jeans. They're like, oh man, the ass, it's gone. Yeah, I'd have to like have ass pad. In order yeah. to fill out Jean-Claude Van Damme ass. Although they would be like uh, high waters to me because I, I'm about as tall as Lundgren. You'd so. be wearing uh, khakis, uh, not khakis, uh, what are they called? Capris. 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 There you go. Khaki is a color. Uh- <laughs> well, I mean, khakis are considered like a dress pants too, you know, so it's not just a color. But we know what you're talking about, mate. Yeah. It's good. So if you haven't guessed, we are doing Universal Soldier. Uh, I feel like finally. I feel like being able to yeah, say well, this. It's like We two, talked about doing this two months ago. Easily. But we got uh, booked. <laughs> yeah. Some reason this kept getting bumped. Like, oh, we got to do this first. Literally course, a, a kicking of the can, it felt like. Yeah, well, Halloween comes in and Spooky Month pushes everything, everything back, to especially the side. for the action side. Even though this is technically a sequel to Reanimator, we could have gotten away with it. You know, I was having this thought the other day, considering <laughs> uh, we've done like Evil Dead, which is reanimated bodies, Reanimator, reanimated bodies, Robocop, reanimated bodies, and now Universal Soldier. 
reanimated body. I didn't realize we had a theme here that we had picked, <laughs> I had but no idea. when the green serum shows up, I went, oh, Herbert yeah. West. Yeah. You're now this in the is... military, which makes sense for part two, as we were talking about how he's, you know. War surgeons. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So totally planned this out, totally themed out. Um, this is just one of the ones I tried to sneak in during Nate's emo phase that he's had with these uh, movies he's been picking. <laughs> yeah, it's my dark phase. It's his dark phase. You but, got uh, dark Nate for the whole month of November. In all reality, it was because we got RoboCop on 4K, and then we I ordered uh, Universal Soldier on 4K for like dirt cheap. You know, so I was like, yeah, let's let's do this, and it knocks out a Dolph Lundgren movie it knocks out a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie we get a very young Michael Jai White super young Michael Jai White a tiny Lister who you is know. so underutilized in this movie it's, uh, it's it's extremely frustrating it's criminal how un, unused he is it's just they cool literally to see line Debo up a shot where it's like Van Damme Lundgren tiny and you're like oh yes yeah. all right here's our trio and it's like Nope, that he they do not use him whatsoever. No, you get uh you get more Ralph Moeller than you do Debo, which uh Ralph done a lot of like gladiator movies. I think he was actually in was it I think he's the one that's in Gladiator with um crap, what's his name in that? Uh the one with Cuba Gooding Jr., that gladiator? No. The oh, gladiator. talking about the real gladiator. Real gladiator. Oh, we should do gladiator. I think we could at one point, but what's the dude's name? Who starred that? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. That's it. See, you didn't tell me. I knew. Yeah. I knew right <laughs> when he said that. Because I think Ralph does the thing where he fakes like dying when he test- tastes his food. And he does the, uh, 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 and he starts laughing at him. But that's Ralph Moeller, who was a unisol. I felt bad for Ralph in this movie. He died more than anyone in this movie. <laughs> That's that's gonna be fun. In There's our, gonna uh, be a lot of our, dead, dead, deads in there, this. There's so many dead, dead, deads. It's insane. But that's later. This is now. Let's do. Let's do trailer now. Let's get let's Universal Soldier trailer out now. It was a top secret government project. Backman eyes, all of them. Designed to create the perfect soldier. No man would ever again have to die in the service of his country. Cryogenically preserved. Okay, guys. Memory clearance. Genetically enhanced. How's the picture? Pretty ugly. Very funny, very funny. Programmed to obey. They're at the tower. Okay, okay, here we go. Who are these guys? 30 hostages held inside the power station at the base of the structure. I said shut up! We're inside. Begin phase two. Marks the third successful mission for the Universal Soldier. But there was something they didn't count on. He's not responding. GR44, do you read me? At the end of the mission, he became completely unresponsive. Inside the machine is a man. Do you really think the Pentagon would allow the regeneration of dead soldiers? Stop the girl. Shoot if you have to. And all it takes. Veronica Roberts, TNA. Is one memory. You didn't do anything. Awaken him. Let's go. Hit it. Traitor. Universal soldier. What the hell did they do to you? Don't know. But I'm going to find out. 
be controlled. Buckle up. The other cannot be stopped. This mission has been canceled. I'm giving the orders from now on. I'm going to teach them all. of the future have declared war on each other. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren, Universal Soldier. Stop, that is an order. We are having fun, aren't we, Nate? Bombastic trailer. Uh, You know... I always try to find the shorter ones, but after I watched, that was only like two minutes. And there was one really short for the 4K release, which wasn't bad. They basically took this one and chopped it up. But, man, I listened to this one just as here, and I'm like, man, this is just straight, like, 90s trailer, and I have to play yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you it know, is super 90s trailer. It, it basically gives you the synopsis of the movie. It just shows you all these fantastic action sequences, and, you know, it sounded great. So I was like, I'm going for it. This is, this is a good one. So, well, speaking of that, let's go ahead and knock out our next thing is let's do the back of the actual, the old school VHS with Dolph and Van Damme right on the cover, back to back. I was going to say, this has one of my favorite covers of a movie from the 90s. This this is the exact one where it's like, yep, I want to rent that. that Exactly. Like this cover. I, it's so simplistic of like that blue tone and having Dolph and yes. uh, Van Dam on the cover, and you know the gun and the uh the eyewear the, and the like, monocle. What is yeah. this? I want to see this. You know, and Dad had this one on VHS afterwards, and so you know it was it was in a white box, so it stood out among like all the black and box. I think like, that's boxes. the other thing because it's a white box. Like yeah, it, it just pops to you. I mean, the only other. I, I'm sure there's hundreds, but in my mind and the movies we collect, the only really other white box VHS I remember was like Air Force One, you know, because it had. Oh, yep, that the, one had an white iconic side. white box, but like the white boxes were typically held for like comedies, you know? Yeah, like the rom cons, the comedies, but this one just white side of the box. And so, well, here's the back of that particular VHS cover. So let me let me find my music here. There we go. Two of the biggest action stars are together for the first time in one explosive adventure. Jean-Claude Van Damme is Luke Devereaux, and Dolph Lundgren is Sergeant Andrew Scott, two soldiers who kill each other in Vietnam and are then brought back to life 25 years later for a secret government program. Known as Unisols, they're genetically enhanced, unstoppable killing machines with no memory, no feelings, and no free will. But on an anti-terrorist mission, Devereaux's memory starts to return, and he escapes from the program. A superhuman chase across the country begins, with Sergeant Scott in unrelenting pursuit of the man who killed him. Devereaux heads for his home and a reunion with his unbelieving parents. There, Sergeant Scott corners him for the ultimate clash of the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, you know what also draws me in? <laughs> Just seeing that Dolph Lundgren and Van Damme are headlining a movie together. Dude, this, I remember when this came out. So I was about 12 when this came out. So I had already seen, like, Masters of the Universe, so I knew who Dolph was. Um, pretty sure I'd watched, like, Rocky Four by that point, you know, just because it was Dolph. And 
every kid my age knew who Van Dam was. You know, you got even to say you, his name. You got to say a curse word. You it didn't was cool. get, yeah, you didn't get in trouble for saying Van Dam's name. Even though I probably, other than maybe some stuff on television, I really hadn't watched um, a Van Dam movie. I may have seen um, No Retreat, No Surrender. You know, because that was not like uh, a heavy action movie. It was just a karate tournament movie. Uh, I think it was only like PG or something like that. It wasn't like super violent. Yeah, that one bad... doesn't even ring a bell to me. He was a bad guy in that. And um, so by the time I was actually old enough to watch, because I didn't watch it when I was 12, but when I was old enough, this was one of those that was immediately like, dad's like, okay, you can watch Universal Soldier. And God, this is, I have a lot of favorites, but this one got played a lot when I was a kid, man, oh, because it's this. This was a movie that I, I adored as a kid. Now, the thing is, I, for the life of me, and I'm not saying this for clout or anything like that, I want to say I saw this in theaters with my uncle and aunt. See, I that would have been awesome. Uh, I would have only been like four, but like, for some reason, I remember seeing this movie very, very, very young, absolutely loving it. And then I remember at one point the sci-fi channel was going to be playing universal soldier two and three. And I was freaking out because I did not know they made a second one, let alone a third one. The problem was if I remember correctly, it was show, it was one of those things they were showing at like midnight or Mm 1am. And like, that was the only time I remember trying to get my parents to set up the VCR to record those at that time. But for I think the VCR we had at the time was not working. So I, I've never seen two or three. Well, they were both direct se- like direct to video sequels. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't were... have anyone. No. And nobody. then I remember when the return came out. Um They retconned. They the retconned sequels. that. But I remember like that looking cheap and just dumb. They went PG-13, which was all the rage at that point was we need all the kids to watch this movie because they were going to put, like, Bill Goldberg in it, Michael Jai White's in it, and in, in return, he turns into Seth, which is the big robot, computer, whatever, that puts itself in a body, which is, you know, the buffed-out Michael Jai White. Uh, Megadeth did a music strictly for the movie. I think it's when they did uh, Crush Em. You know, when okay. that came out, I, um, I just I remember it, it It got rid of the iconic like I the monocle and you oh, yeah, replaced the, it with safety glasses. And then like all the machine guns, like what I love about Universal Soldiers, everything is still kept within our reality. You know, yeah. like they're using MP5s they're using Desert Eagles. They're using regular weapons. And then in yeah. the return, they have these giant big Lego block mega block looking. Yeah. guns and like anytime a movie does that i'm like i'm out <laughs> so like, re- reanimating dead bodies is not a problem but if you that's mess not up a problem guns, for me ever yeah you mess up now, those guns i'm out you mess up the 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 firepower you're gonna lose my attention and even then like <laughs> with the reanimated bodies becoming self-conscious again i do like that at some point in the movie they're just back to normal yeah. Like, you know, they're just, there's not really a, uh, they're healed or anything. There's like, ah, no, we're no longer, we're, we're just walking, talking corpses. Especially Ralph. Poor yep. Ralph, man. 
That dude dies like five times in this movie, I swear, because you have to count that he died originally. <laughs> they use him as a human body shield in the first mission. Yeah, they use him as just like bait. <laughs> as bait. He gets blown up in the uh, trailer and they drag him back into the freezer at the at the grocery store. And then he gets thrown. So four times he gets uh, driven off the cliff after Van Damme shoots him to death and blown up at the end. <laughs> he may still have survived because Dolph survived. So there could be a Ralph Moeller Unisol just wandering around in the desert. <laughs> Looking for ice. Just trying to find a slushy machine, man. That's all he really needs. <laughs> I would love to be healed by slushies. That's what you're telling me is there's technology out there to where if I drink enough slushies, I can heal my boo-boos. I'm in. It sounds fantastic. Actually. I love slushies. <laughs> I'm totally in for that. No, but I going back to when I saw this basically for the first time, I loved this movie, man, when I was a kid, when I was younger. This was just one of those... It's nonstop action. I could follow the storyline without any uh, yeah, problem. Like, and that's the thing as a kid, like you're like, oh, they're, they're dead soldiers that came back to life. And yeah, now they just shoot everything. And like even as watching it, I watched it with my buddy Dom, that opening mission of theirs, like at the Hoover Dam, like it's even though it's been years since I've seen this, I'm like, yep, I remember this beat for beat, basically, because like it shows how perfect they are at executing a mission and like. I, I feel like this is one of those early movies where, you know, 92, this is my introduction into video games, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm playing my Super Nintendo and my Sega Genesis, but this feels like an early PlayStation 1 game, you know? Oh, yeah, this feels Which, like, you know, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. One of the VCR tapes that we would have had, this would have been constantly being played. Even during when the PlayStation One, you know, oh, it, it's basically like video game. They get respawns. <laughs> they get respawns. You, you're 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 playing Luke. Unlimited Devereaux, grenade so cheat was on. You're like, oh my god, so many grenades! Like there's always a grenade somewhere. I mean, just literally. And you know what? That's when I also learned that apparently I could throw a grenade back at someone, which is a video game multiple thing. times. If you can catch it quick enough, you can throw it back. Hot hands. Uh, hot potato. Hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this definitely has, like, aside from, like, the graphic killing and gore, this was, like, everything kids loved in a movie. You know, it, it just felt like they they wrote it for me. Let's take the biggest. This is, like, before Expendables. This is before, like, they would do a lot of crossover like movies with the big names. This was huge. Yeah, that's the when thing. It, like the fact that this is 92 and we're getting two big 80s action stars in the same movie. Yeah. It's unheard of. Yeah, because I don't count, like like I said, with Rocky Four with Drago, because Dolph wasn't that huge in size. He no, was like, popular. Even at this point, wasn't. like that was us like, oh, who's this guy? You know? Yeah. Um, and this is also right after the fall of Canon, which is why this is uh, a Carl Co Car I never can't say that name right. Carol Co, Carl Co, whatever it is, uh, Roland Emmerich movie, because both Lundgren and Van Damme were under Canon for most of the 80s. You know, that's where yeah. the Bloodsport movies, the, the Masters of the Universe movie came from, was all Canon. 
So it was just kind of cool still even that now they're not even with the same studio from there, but they were like, we need to get these two guys put together. And let me say, they played this perfectly because you're probably too young to remember, or if you looked it up, they went to, uh, I think it was the Cannes Film Festival was where the movie premiered. They got in a fight. They oh, got really? in a sh- They got in a shoving match on the red carpet. So Dolph comes up to Van Damme. Some of the video, there's no audio, but you can just see like they're arguing and they start shoving each other. And these bunch of people come in and like intervene. All an act. They did it for promotion. <laughs> but it got on because every... these two are known for their world acting skills they I'm... found a way to trick everyone they trick i mean it was on every news station everyone it was on every newspaper you know magazine everything that there was this huge like uh confrontation between lundgren and van damme and lundgren came out like a year later and said it was you know all an act and then van damme finally came out and said like in 2018 like oh yeah all that was staged he goes it was all <laughs> all promo he goes we're great friends we we became friends on on set and it 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 just it made sense at the time because there's no viral video that was like a viral thing that happened though like everybody knew about it if you're old enough and not 4 years old <laughs> i remember we used to have like entertainment tonight would come on at like I don't know, seven, seven thirty on one of the channels. And we rarely ever watched it, but if dad saw something he was interested in, you know, like Dolph Lundgren and Van Dam, we would watch it. And that's where I remember seeing it was on like Entertainment Tonight and them two going at each other on the red carpet. You're just like oh, I remember E. T. They would always have all the latest Hollywood rumors and stuff. Oh, so, it, yeah. it was it was pre TMZ, man. That 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 was that's how we got our stuff, you know. Next up. Two action stars can't keep their cool. <laughs> they lose their cool on the red carpet. In a movie where they have to stay cool. And it would be like the last thing they would talk about on the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. So and it'd be like only whole... a 30 second <laughs> That uh, would be it. Spot. That would be it. But you had to watch all 30 that minutes That way they of get it. all that advertisement money. That's when the news stations would do like... This cereal could kill you if you eat it, and it's in your cupboard right now. More at eleven. You're like, it's like seven thirty. I don't know now. <laughs> I might be having was, cereal for dinner. I was gonna eat that. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I don't There's know if I'll no... stay up late, and then I'll eat the cereal in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he's like, damn it, I fell asleep. What was it? <laughs> Calling up the neighbor. What cereal were they talking no, about? I fell asleep. Who stays up to eleven? <laughs> <laughs> we're doomed <laughs> throw all the cereal out we don't care it's some weird off name brand whatever yeah it no ends up one just eats. being smacky or happy smacks the frog whatever that damn cereal is hey no man I ain't, I ain't smacks shut up oh, I did. god you're now, the worst then now i was gonna die uh honey smacks <laughs> i think is what they were called stupid stupid cereal <laughs> i like that frog that was I can't awesome. Stand it. And I like frogs, but I hate that <laughs> cereal with a passion. What did that cereal do to you? It tried to kill me. I watched yeah, the news. It tried report. to kill me. Did you not see that news report at eleven? <laughs> Diggum's a mass murderer. Did you not know that? 
I even know the frog's name, man. Come on. I didn't know he had a name. <laughs> he had a name. Let's dig him. <laughs> I was 12 at that time. Of course I knew what cereal box mascots were. <laughs> Madman. Batmouth and smacks on here. That's hey, man, if it up. wasn't a tiger telling me they're great, then I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> we always had Frosted Flakes. Uh, God, why are we talking about cereal? <laughs> Because it's the 90s, and we would be eating our bowl of cereal while putting on Universal Soldier. Duh. <laughs> I, 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 this is another one where I'm like, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. Because there would I be know su- summers I would put it me, on. But yeah, like I know I definitely watched it a lot as a preteen. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, like, when it you know came across the screen, Van Damme, it's like a film by Roland Emmerich. I'm like, oh really? He right. Made this like, if anything, it's kind of amazing that there isn't like 19 million explosions throughout the whole thing. Like, there kind of are. I mean, really, if you go back is, and like, look at it, that's that's the thing. Like, I kind of wish he would go back to making an action movie of this status because, like, now all he does is like the giant end of the world blockbusters, and like. Yeah. They've been making less and less return at the box office. Like, I think we yeah. as society are tired of seeing the day after tomorrow 19 different ways. Oh, the, I know the, whole the last way. one was like the moon was trying to kill us. And I remember seeing that trailer going, I have absolutely zero desire to see the, this. The whole apocalypse or nature taking back over movies, that's run its course. Yeah, and he now did it's that. like. He did 2012. Like, oh, yeah. It was just like, and then he did the sequel to Independence Day, which I never even saw. You know, I still haven't watched that either. Yeah, I just had zero desire. Like, I swear, everything this dude has made over like the last like ten years, I'm like, ah, I'm kind of over it. I I honestly think the last thing that I enjoyed was the the Patriot. I did like the Patriot. I got that on DVD. I got that. I've had Universal Soldier. Like I said, Dad's got the VHS. I bought the DVD. I bought this one because I bought the 4K, which comes with the 4K and the Blu-ray. Um. I only watched it on the Blu-ray because I don't know if I've said it on here is like I have a 4K player in my office and the 4K TV's in the house and I just don't want to swap back and forth but I want to <laughs> watch a 4K movie um but it was I I want to say it was like sub $20 for this thing so I bought it I think and, uh, it was cuz it was on sale is when I noticed it, it was on it, maybe, yeah and you, then I ended up not buying me. it like I usually you do You did it again to me didn't you <laughs> Charlie, it's on sale. We should do this movie. Cool. Let me buy it. Nate's like, I, I forgot to buy I it. I forgot to buy it. And then. It's like this, the second or third time you've done this And then this as I'm me. like with my buddy, I'm like, oh, God, we got I got to watch Universal Soldier still. And I was like, I got to figure out what it's streaming on. Thankfully, it was on HBO Max. Oh, was it on HBO? <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew no so matter bad. what, I'd be able to rent it. This isn't one of those obscure titles. No. Ah, shit, the internet deleted it from its history, and now we have to forget it even exists. It did come with a digital copy of mine, but it said expires in, like, something 20. So I was like, uh, it might work. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't going to risk it sending it to you, and you'd be like, oh, it doesn't work. But, uh, nah, I, again, one of those movies I don't mind rebuying to get better. I, here comes Charlie on that stupid soapbox again of, Sometimes these movies are too damn clean and you ruin the feel. And honestly, it's not so much the entire movie. It's the Vietnam segment. It was too clean. Like, I felt like they were on a film set. Well, it's it, one of those. Yes, exactly. Um, 
whenever movies would do like a prologue like this, it always felt like these scenes were tacked on at the very end and like, let's just get it done and quick and out of the way. Yeah. Because of like how dark they try to make it be like they're trying to make sure like you don't feel like you're in the jungle whatsoever. You don't feel like you're in a village. You feel no. like you're dealing with flash like strobing lights is your explosions basically. Like you can tell the fire is propane fire because it's just it's almost like flowing. You know, yeah. it's not like something that was burning. Like, and turn I get the fire it. on and action. Kick that's, him. Kick him. Explosion. Like, I, Got it. I could, I could, I could make out that the dead bodies around were obviously dummies, like that. Really obvious. Although I did see that the girl that got blown up by the grenade was missing an arm, and I don't know if I'd ever picked up on that before. Oh, I don't know if I, I noticed that one. Yeah. Fun fact: the couple that they kill in Vietnam are the same actors at the dam, which is what oh, triggers okay. Van which, what Dam. triggers Van Dam to malfunction. They use the same actors so he sees the the faces basically and it just kinda helps, you know, like that's what made him like, oh what well, something not right. One of the things that cracks me up though, all right, so nineteen sixty nine is when Van Dam and Dr. Dolph Lundgren kill each other. <laughs> yeah. And then we don't see these bodies. They don't age whatsoever. They're dead. Herbert West gets a hold of them, reanimates them, and then they get to be in present day 1992. So over 20 years has passed, and now we finally get to utilize the Universal Soldier, which means back in 1969, there was a mad scientist, Dr. Herbert West, going, no, no, we need to keep these bodies on ice. Trust me. I like the Herbert West thing, but it's also, I'm pretty sure, the guy from NYPD Blues. Or I thought it was the guy of, from Law and Order. Oh, maybe it's Law and Order. It's one I, of those crime shows. He's definitely shows. from one of those 90s like <laughs> law shows that my grandpa watched. He's like... For sure. <laughs> he always reminds me a little bit of Robert Stack. He ha- almost yeah, has that kind of he, face to him. He reminds me, like, I don't know why, but his face is the 60 Minutes voice. Like, I don't know who does the voice of 60 Minutes, but it's, he's got the face of that guy. That's the face I put on the voice. You know, it's yeah. like when you listen to the radio and you finally see that DJ and you're like, you're not the DJ. You're a troll. <laughs> your voice does not match your face. And I call <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's. Uh, it's heavy know. on fake science, which I adore. Oh, I love uh, the fake science in this. Yeah, like I the love fake the science fake. of this. Because it's like, no, no, we'll use these dead soldiers to be our new soldiers who will do everything at our command. Because we always, as you know, a military operation have to ensure that we are spending all our money on the perfect soldier. Right, you know, but it's kind of weird that we want to use the dead soldiers so that we don't waste all of our live soldiers, but when you need to replenish the dead soldiers, don't you need live soldiers to be dead soldiers? Well, eventually we'll run out of, we won't need the alive soldiers anymore, but we got to make sure these six dead soldiers really do a good job. Yeah, except for when you use them as human body shields to absorb bullets. And then eventually when they do malfunction, uh, their malfunction is going to be they just turn back into human. Who can yeah. take uh, shots of Bane's muscle juice? They, uh, in return, they reverse Luke Devereaux's um, stuff. You know, that he, means he turns... that this dead man 
has to get a social security card again. He has got to get a passport again. Like they they take the dead cells out of him and put him and give him good new alive cells. Probably, I'd say you can use <laughs> the same social security card. You just got to get a new, you know, a reissued one. Oh, but that's yeah, true. You're, pro- you're probably right on everything else, though. But you going to the DMV is going to be a bitch. I mean, he was 50 years old in this movie. You know, yes. Which now I'm looking at this as 42, going, he does look good for 50. You know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do the math in my head is how old was he in 69? You probably 20 something. I don't know. Talk about a movie that. I mean, honestly, right after the the Vietnam scene, just it's nonstop 90s action. It's exactly it does, what you want from a 90s action movie. You have so much destruction that happens in this movie. Dude, and they, so much fist punch, like fist and just kicks. There's a scene where Dolph Lundgren kicks three gentlemen in a row. Yeah. He like kicks. he locks his leg like a gun and unloads his leg like a gun. Pop, pop, pop. pop. Yep. With his arms behind his back. Yes, because he's standing in front of these like biker country guys with the little short dude with the hat. You know, <laughs> I like your belt buckle. I'm gonna. It, God, he well, takes the belt buckle. And he wears Dolph it later. In this movie, has a thing of respect. I'd say for anyone that wears a hat, because there's a moment where he's losing his mind in a a deli department yeah. at the local grocery store. And he's given this speech about how, like, the war's never over and everyone's a traitor. And he's looking at another gentleman wearing a hat. Like, you get it. You're in a hat. You understand where I'm coming from, bud. You got a point. I never thought about that. But he does look (laughs) at that guy and talks to him. And then he doesn't kill the little guy. He just takes his belt buckle yeah, and holds him upside down. Because eventually he just likes collecting stuff. Like, he does at some point in this movie become a deputy sergeant deputy yeah i saw he's got like five uh sheriff badges on the giant texas belt buckle the ears Um, somehow somehow he got a rattlesnake tail yeah that's hanging from the side of his head into his hair because he's like well this will look really cool and repaints the red war paint on his face i I decided that he walked from utah to louisiana in the body he had to have he had had to to have walked Oh, uh, it's he just kept hitching rides and taking like car emblems as he's got a, <laughs> a, a, a Chevy, a Ford emblem, a Dodge emblem. Yeah, and then he's got like the little Jaguar as he well. Ripped the Jaguar off the front of one of the cars. It's like just he jingles everywhere he goes. <laughs> they sound like spurs, but not. It's just all of his trinkets he has collected. <laughs> On his journey to I Louisiana. came back to life only to collect trinkets and little collectibles, and I have to go to McDonald's right now because the Happy Meals has the Batman Returns toys, and I got to make sure I get the Batmobile. So every grenade he throws, he keeps the pin. Yeah. This is, it's it a, his... a memory. That's right. Like There's like 20 of them. So every memory begins with a grenade. Oh, isn't that like an FTD commercial in the 90s? I want to say it was a K Jewelers commercial. Every kiss begins with K, but like, I don't even know where else to like. So many walls get destroyed in this movie and shot up and just. When he runs through those walls in the hotel, man, you're first like, this is badass. Hell yeah. Go through the wall, go through the wall. And then this is one of the things you don't expect in this movie. And they do it so well is the subtle comedy in this movie. That's like the one thing. 
this movie doesn't have like one-liners. No, not till the end, basically. You know, but it's the subtle, like even just looks of like running through the walls to get to the end, and it's a concrete wall, and she looks at him and goes, "Well, take it out," and he just looks at her like yeah, he doesn't, doesn't say, say anything. anything. He's just like, "Are you serious?" You know, that's that's all it is. And the only way they got out of that was because the one dude quit track. Like he could literally track him from room to room, got up away from his computer. They all said, well, we've lost him. And he doesn't think to go back to his computer and look and see that they're hiding in the third room with the couple on there. Well, they do the worst hide and seek tactic of when you ran out of time and have nowhere else to hide. So you hide under the blankets. Hide underneath the blankets and try to, you know, ruffle them up and make it look like a pile of just blankets there. <laughs> a gun coming up out of the covers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the guy's face. Again. I just picture Van Damme is like baby cradling this man to hide. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the scene they don't show you, but his yeah. chest is pressed up against this other man's chest. And then, like, if you look at the bullet holes around the couple that's in this bed. It is like a perfect line around their head, like a cartoon where it's like, you guys are the most lucky people on the planet to know that 9,000 bullets just went into this little tiny cheap hotel and they all somehow went around you. I love movie logic, especially in the eighties and nineties was you just strafe across the building period. So if you duck, you will never get hit by a bullet. I'm the one guy over there going, why don't you like shoot down, shoot downward. And then they're like, oh, he's in room one, room two, room three. I'd be the guy starting at room four and working backwards. And basically we bring in the bullets till they, they intersect in the middle. You're bound to hit them. I mean, it's not that hard. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. But you know, when you're using that much guns and you're just having fun, because at this point, you know, the universal soldiers have been, you only get to use silencers. You don't get to explode anything. Now they're finally like, no, let it all just. We'll clean up the paperwork later. You can have fun with this one, guys. Yeah, there, there's no paperwork. You know, we're on a we're on a, a hunting mission, basically at this point. But and yes. I think that's one of the other great parts about this movie is it uh, it has so many locations slash set pieces, and I think that's why the action sticks out more because you go, oh man. That action scene at the dam was really, really great. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh, wait, that action scene that happens at the the airport, not the airport, but the plane where it's. It's basically an airport. It was a runway. Military airport, runaway, whatever. And like you get like some great car chases there. Then you get into the hotel scene. Then you get to a gas station scene, you know, like. That's what this movie does really well is by giving you these different set locations, every action piece stands out even better. It feels like they are traveling and it's, uh, you know, a yeah, longer and thing. it does feel like cat and mouse of like, they except are being for the hunted. one time where they're going to the, the hotel and they could still track them and they go, we'll intercept them in four minutes. That was the longest for like they pulled up to the gas station, made a phone, tried to make a phone call, walked in. Checked in, went in the room, got ice, all before the Unisol showed up that was supposed to be four <laughs> minutes. There was traffic, and they also, you know how sometimes you hit one red light? You hit and then all you get of past them. it, and then you hit all of them, you're like, why? Why? 
you know? Yeah. And then there was also, that was also the day that the Amish uh, convention was going on. The buggies. So then all the buggies were right in front of them. Yep. It was just bad timing. That's one of the things that's so weird when you travel northern Ohio is getting behind the buggies. When you get to the buggies, especially when you have an Amish convention in town. Yeah. But yeah, it's just sometimes their their timing in this movie just never made any sense. Oh, no, like when they're at the gas station and they're telling the guy to park the vehicle and he's just as confused. Like, why do I got to park your car? And then (laughs) because, you know, you got to have that ass being shown. Oh, it's a contract. It's gone too long without seeing that ass. Yep. Yep. Contract. Um, He's like, you need to, you know, touch me. Hold me. Yeah. Keep me close. It's hard. Look for something hard. <laughs> Look for something hard. Jack is, I can hear her eyes rolling next to me. <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. What yeah, because if there was anything that felt like 90s men dialogue writing that, it was that scene right there. And and then throw the comedy back in. Is that supposed to be there? Oh, yep. Yep. That's totally normal. Obviously talking about his dick. Obviously, Obviously. talking about that. Like, he's so, you know. He's alive now, but he's forgot about his pecker. Yeah, you forgot. You he forgot never that you're supposed to have that. Yeah, forgot how to eat. We'll get to that in a sec. But they're cutting no, I said out. Pee, not eat. Oh, pee. <laughs> you forgot how to pee. They don't pee I, anymore. They don't pee or poop anymore. Which I got questions about that in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> but they got to cut out the tracking device in him. Yeah, they cut it out, and it's like as if. The Unisouls, when they get to them at that gas station, go, whoop, don't know where he's at anymore. They like he just cut it out of him three minutes ago. Yeah, it's like right there. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's the equivalent of Waterworld when they're like, where's the child on the boat? It's like, well, you're on water and there's this tiny boat. Like she didn't go far. (laughs) I really expected like the total recall thing where he puts the tracking device in the, the candy bar and the rat takes off with it. And they're like, he's over there. And they shoot yeah, yeah. He's over there. And he shoots. <laughs> I expected that, like catch a jackrabbit and let it go. And then yeah. they're like chasing it out into the desert. No, just some reason they're, they're hiding in ice in the trunks and Dolph Lundgren kicks some ice that's left outside. Like, their their problem solving is not figured out in the Unisol design yet. No, they they are very much like um you they, Tell me they what take everything do. very very literally. They are the Drax of Unisols. There, yes. everything goes over their head. You have to tell them exactly what to do. And this maybe does that's why they don't us. know about pee. Maybe it's just like, maybe that's why because no one has told them to pee. So they're just holding it in the entire time. Their kidneys are waiting to explode. Uh, they drain them in the chairs. The, oh, the, that's what the, it is. That's what it is. There's another needle we don't see. Ow. Ow. Oh. Ow. <laughs> I, did, I already regret saying that as soon as it came out of my mouth. I'm trying to hurt I, everyone. I, I immediately regret what I said. I don't want that <laughs> image in my head. And it's there. And it won't go away. <laughs> I love that. They have the ice. You get that little foreshadow, like, oh, they had to put Van Damme back on ice. Yeah. Turns out Van Damme, the girl, and the uh, gas station attendee are all hiding in three separate trunks. Now, Van Damme being in ice, I get, but the other two being covered in ice, I did not understand. (laughs) 
Body heat, I thought. Maybe they had the monocles that could detect body heat. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Because, yeah, like, they do, like, a fake science scan of the entire building. Go, yep, his Desert Eagle's in here. That means he's here. Uh, the fake Predator scan, basically, is what yeah. he got. There's but, another yeah. video game thing where you press down and you get to see, like, the recon. That's what that was. Yep, that's what it was. So, I, yeah, I always assumed it was body heat that they were trying to elude from. Why they gave the old man his vest, not 100% sure, unless it was just a trade for the Buick. It was a trade-off. <laughs> man, damn, looked really good in that vest. He's like, you'd probably look really good in my uh, camo gear. Maybe we should do a little swapsies. That's right. You know, you always got to be sleeveless. That's that's a that's a Van Dam thing. You gotta yeah. have no sleeves, and so that gets us into the my the other thing Van Dam has to do in all of his movies, fight a group of dudes. Yeah, all the time, one on one, a gang just enjoying a nice rousing game of pool. They have to get beaten up, and this, in that contract, one man has to be thrown through the front window. Oh, that's that's just always. like in Hard Target. That, ha- that that's just that's just pre prerequisite in any action movie. Like, you know, Seagal will throw someone out of a window just so he can walk out of the building instead of the door that's two steps over. Or you know, you know like in Above the Law, where Seagal had easily defeated the guy and the whole room was done for, and then he still tackled that guy through the front window, and even the owner was looking at him going, "Ah!" That's what I mean. He just no reason whatsoever. That actually reminds me of something before we get into the diner thing. I totally forgot. Chico's in this movie. Chico's one of the terrorists at the beginning at the dam. He's got the button. Chico from Running Man, whose head explodes. Chico oh, I was from, like, who are you talking about? Chico <laughs> from Commando, who got his arm cut off. Chico from Above the Law, who got hit with a baseball bat and then a uh, samurai sword. What? That that Chico. <laughs> he said this one too. He's That's amazing. Always, he always gets messed up <laughs> in these movies. Always feel bad for Chico. Always feel bad. Amazing. <laughs> I just it just I just remember you said you said Seagal and I was like, why does that oh because I was telling it to Jackie when I saw him. I was like, it's Chico. And she's looking at me like What's wrong with yeah, you? Like, like, I'm looking at you like, what the hell are you talking about right now? <laughs> she was already arguing with me that we covered this movie already. And I was like, no, we haven't. And she's no, like, we only had one Dolph Lundgren movie on the show so far, correct? She, um, Showdown. Yeah, Showdown's the only Dolph one that we've done. We so haven't far. done one with me on the show yet. So it was only no. a matter of time before we finally got but Dr. Dolph in the show. She, she was just like adamant. And I told her, no, we know what movies we do. We're doing Universal Soldier. So I come in the house right before we're getting ready to go. She goes, well, I went through all your episodes. And I went, you what? She goes, I looked through all of them. And it turns out it was Soldier I was thinking of with Kurt Russell. (laughs) That's fair. But I was like, you didn't believe me. (laughs) The person who records them and picks picks most of them. And she's like, I just thought, I'm like, I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I told her I was gonna call her out on the on the episode. She just gave me a dirty look, so this is me calling her out on it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna let that slide. You're just giving me content for the show. That's all you're doing right now. Thinking it's Kurt Russell Soldier. Just because Soldier's in the name 
This is Dolphin Van Dam. We haven't done this one yet. If this would have been in the proper hands, though, uh, whether it be studio-wise or, I guess, creativity-wise, we could have gotten a string of at least two more movies where they would have added who else would the Universal Soldier fight, you know? Like, there would have been... Mm. Obvious of America has this technology, so do the Brits, and so do, you know, someone else. And, like, what what other one malfunctions, but now we got Van Damme, who we can, like, work with to go in and fight them. Uh, but really, I basically think that's what the new ones are kind of doing. I've are seen, they? I've seen. Because I know there's, like, six movies now. Oh, dude, there's so many, I can't even remember. I didn't realize I, there's a whole Universal Soldier, like, world, and I've only seen one in return, and. I have watched at least two of the newer ones. One, they always have an MMA guy. It's like the the biggest one of the bigger MMA names. They'll put him in one of these. Oh, I gotcha. And I know I watched one of the first ones that came out, and then I watched the one where it's Dolph and Van Dam again. And I, it's been so long since I watched it. I can't tell you how Dolph made it back because he's in pieces. Well, here's what's funny. I looked it up with my buddy Dom. I was like, man, I'm like, how many are there now? And I was like, Dolph comes back. He's like, oh, he's probably a clone. So I like went to the Wikipedia page, started reading about it. He's like, yep, you're right. It's a clone. Okay, that's how they did it. (laughs) So then that means someone went to the bayou, picked up his flesh from the mud, and made a clone of him. Well, that or they probably had blood samples. You know, I'm sure there's stuff floating around. Yeah, that's just not as fun, though, as going to the bayou and finding, like, found his ear, I think. Trying to find all the pieces. Yeah. He, he, he looks like, uh, what, what is it? it? was one of the Hellraisers where it's just body parts laying there and the one eye is blinking at you and it's just laying all out there. It was what I think when he got ripped apart by the chains. But this is action, not Hellraiser. Tell you what, man, <laughs> let's, uh, let's hit a commercial before we get into the diner scene. What yes. Do you think? Let's do all it. Right, let's do that. The Transformers will return after these messages. All right, Frank, just read from the cards. I don't know, Stompy. This isn't what Sludge asked us to say. Don't worry about it, little bro. Sludge hired us for this, and I know what's best. Okay, Stompy. Cue the music, maestro. Welcome to the Monster Movie Stomp Down with me, Stompy, and my little brother, Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. <laughs> yes, you are. So join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben as we review monster movies from all around the world. And don't forget about the monthly contest and trivia. That's right, peasants. You'll find extra content like the Underdogs, Monster Match Wednesdays, Friday Night Fights, each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So please join us at the Monster Movie Stockdown. Your one-stop chop for monster movie reviews, interviews, news, contests, and of course, me, Stumpy. I'm Frank. It's about speed, strength, size, and skill. In the battle to save the world. If my $20 billion are not delivered, the hostages will die. These heroes... Ladies and 
gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheep, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise, this team does it all, and all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling. Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. We now return to the Transformers. Well, since I, I totally derailed us with my Chico montage, um, now we can talk about one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which is the diner scene. Oh, yes, where uh, Van Damme realizes that he likes potatoes. Loves potatoes. Because the loves... look on his face is the face that we all have when we eat mashed potatoes. Yes. And and I mean, he took a bite he... and went, oh, oh. Is, I like this. <laughs> I, I like this. You know, there's also uh, she brought out hot dogs. She brought out meatloaf. She brought like everything. I think Sandwiches, at, like, at one point before it got that bad, I would have asked about the food. This is the weird part. The people aren't wrong in this. Van Damme's kind of the the one in the wrong. He, he's definitely fight. in the wrong. He also has drank 17 Pepsis and no one should drink that many Pepsis. No, 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 not 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 that many. I can't. I, I don't even drink Pepsi anymore. And it might have been Diet Pepsi at that, because that was she, the white can. She was drinking uh, Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi had the lines through yeah. one of the circles. Um, he was drinking regular Pepsi. Um, but, you know, I would have been pissed off if I was Hank. I'd been like, man, I've been slaving all day making this shit for you. Behind this you- hot-ass, you know, oven yeah. and grill, and you're not even going to pay me every time that we even mention the word pay? You right. just look at us and don't say a word. You yeah. could at least say, I don't understand what you're saying. And then they would have been like, okay, now we got to figure this out another way. You know, or say like, wait till, you know, she comes back in and then we can discuss this Vanessa or whatever her name was in this. Yeah. But instead, Veronica. Yeah. he just keeps looking at them. And then he takes another bite. And then. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. Why would you hurt him over food? That's not right. <laughs> Have you had these potatoes? They're delicious. They're, they're fantastic. And it'd be like, I know they're fantastic. I made them. I'm Big <laughs> Hank. I make damn good knows, potatoes in this land. Yeah, everybody knows Hank and his potatoes, and also that nobody can hurt Big Hank. You ordered the meatloaf special. You get what you get, sir. You get damn good fine dining. That's right. I and now the, Brenda the, over here is telling me you're not going to pay, and that's a problem. Now she was a little rude from the start. I was, I was right from the get go. I was not a fan of Brenda. She throws those plates down of the specials. I'm like, uh, they weren't being like rude. No, they ordered the most common thing. They didn't even like say, "Hey, I want this," but you know, and give it like a little bit more. They didn't change anything? Yeah, they didn't go, like, "Hey, what what's good here?" We they heard- sat in the smoking section, like yeah. We've heard great things about the mashed potatoes. Are they really that good? No. That waitress was not very nice, but none of these people are bad people. No, because if anything, they all adore Hank. He is one, you know, chef of the year five times in the row in this little town. And then they just see this weird guy who just keeps eating and drinking these Pepsis punch out Hank. And now they're like, whoa. 
Not hey, cool. Well, don't mess with my buddy. Hank's my yeah. Hank. Hank's my guy. You know, you had his mashed potatoes. What you haven't had is his chili, and he's won the chili cook-off seven times in a row. But he only makes that during the winter season, so that's why it's not on the menu right now. Yeah, no, but that's why everyone's there. Come they fall, support, come back. They're but supporting now you're not their welcome local, back because you just punched Hank. They're supporting their local businesses. You know, every one of those guys would have got to eat for free for like the next month. Because I'd be like, thank you for standing up for Hank. I appreciate that. <laughs> when Hank is in the hospital and he's in a full body cast and his legs and arms are all lifted up and yep. he can only write with a Sharpie put in his mouth. Like, Hank, how do you make those mashed potatoes? And he, he just won't. He's like, you just have to wait till I get out. But, yeah, I mean, it's an awesome fight. Every Van Damme movie, you need this oh, type of fight. You get a head through an old uh, jukebox. Yep. Starts you know. playing a song. Because you have to have a background song <laughs> a to a fight. A man gets thrown into a pool table and knocks in a couple balls. And the eight ball. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they they lost at that one. It, you know, he starts eating the popcorn off of it. I mean, it's funny. I enjoy this fight. But to this day, I'm still like, none of these people are bad. None of these people are in the and then wrong. he kicks their ass, he just leaves. And none of them have any answers to what just happened. And now they have more damages they have to pay for. Well, she pokes her head back through the window, and he sat back down. He's like, I'm not done eating yet. I'm going to sit back down, and I'm going to eat my popcorn I just found. I don't know what this is. This tastes delicious. (laughs) Yeah, this is amazing. Have you had this? So it's ridiculous, but I do do love the fight. I love how they shoehorned that into it. Yeah, they they found a way. (laughs) so good. And then we meet the, uh, you know, law and order guy. We find out he's in charge. You know, he did all this stuff. And then it, it's uh, Luke's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go home. And my other favorite comedy that's not slapsticky is when she's supposed to get on the bus, doesn't. Both buses pull away, and there are like a hundred cops behind the bus. Yeah, I like that all those cops found a way to be super quiet. <laughs> that was stealth mode 100. Yeah. No. No one accidentally poked out around the buses. They knew exactly. Also, we come from small towns. We know there's only two cops in our small towns. Oh yeah. Somehow this one had 22. I don't care where your statey depot is. There's not as that that many stadies at the depot. No, not at all. Like that. And like one of the two cops in our township, he is hiding off of one of the side roads waiting for people to speed by because he knows that's the road that everyone speeds by and he doesn't have his lights on because he's kind of an asshole all right but we all know where he hides we all know that's the other thing like everyone knows the hiding spots guys do you not understand that i I know everywhere you guys hide it's now that they've got cars that they have have three roads to choose from in our tiny town it wasn't hard for the process of elimination to figure out which are your hiding spots yeah, no, it was it was pretty easy. So that that's just our that's our neighborhood neighborhood advice segment. Yes, so we know <laughs> I where you don't you're know the hiding spots in Columbus. It's a very big city. Columbus is way different. Way, way different. different. They don't even hide. No, they'll just pull you over. Yeah, they just pull reason. you over. <laughs> they don't care. Neither do the drivers. The drivers don't care. So yeah, they. Uh, they get arrested, which is kind of neat. You know, it's like, okay, now it's an unusual take turn that this movie's going, you know, cause they're fugitives. Basically she 
Apparently yeah, she killed keeps getting her framed cameraman. for all the murders, all the blowing up at the hotels, beating yeah. up 19 people at the diner. Uh, every time there's a news segment, they just keep listing off all the yeah, felonies show, that Veronica has done. They show Dolph shooting the cops in the supermarket, and I'm pretty sure they say somehow she's involved. And yeah. you're just like, <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch, don't you think? Like, Yeah, somehow... I need actually part two to be a legal law and order drama of them getting her off. Yeah, because she was going to go turn herself in. She's like, they have to believe me because she's sitting at you know Luke's parents' house at the end. And she's like, well, I'm going to go turn myself in. And I'm like, I don't think I would. No, they're not going to believe you because you're going to walk in and start talking about how dead soldiers are actually alive and shooting people. And everyone's going to look at you and go, yeah, she definitely did murder all these yeah. people. Her only this proof, is murder talk. So her only proof at the beginning was a couple of snapshots of dead Ralph in the, the container with ice. But he woke up. So technically he wasn't dead. And then she gets a uh, folder of all of the genetic stuff because she's like, I don't I feel like I'm back in high school. I don't understand any of this. Apparently, it was done at the genetic level. And all of that would have gotten thrown out in the courtroom because none of it was obtained legally. That's right. It's all hearsay. You know, yeah, you can't do that. Now, for all we know is that she had already typed up 92 manifestos. And they would have planted that. Yeah, I think they could have. I think they could have planted that. They, they they had her number. She was not getting out of this. But at this point, Dolph is now the one in charge, which I absolutely love when he finally takes control yes. over the command post, you know, of the uh, Megatron. The, 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 the Optimus Prime trailer. Yeah, the Transformer that they are driving around in now that he owns. Yeah. Um, because, like, you've got, like, the people that instantly tried to stop him. They get killed brutally Dolph Lundgren punch a dude in the face grab his face break his neck like he is brutal with taking out the people that are disobeying him because now all he has is his soldiers and two scientists that want to inject him with the reanimator serum then Dolph is like I need to cool down it's been a long day I've been in the desert I'm gonna take a nap with my machine gun and I absolutely love that. I like that, but I was agreeing with the other scientist guy where he's like, why did you tell him? Like, he was ignoring the fact that he was overheating. Let him overheat. It's because they spent $250 million per body, and we can't lose the government's money. But it's just, it just they were going to inject him, and it's just like, at least let him get to the overheating because obviously they get weaker as they overheat. So maybe he would have been a little bit more, you know, susceptible to them getting in there and injecting him. Or why do you not have vials of the serum like outside of the chairs? Yeah. Well, why don't you have like with the clone troopers where you just execute order 66 and it shuts them down. Like, you don't have a yeah. fail safe at all with no. your $250 million project. That's on you. You know, for all all the, like, sci-fi kind of things to this, the only thing that was actually implanted in them was the tracking device. The 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 face monocle headset yeah, like, was the only <laughs> were communicating. They, they didn't replace their eyeballs with robot eyes. Like, no. the moment that they just take the headgear off, they're like, well, can't see what they see anymore. 
I guess he's gone. Yeah. They uh they said uh they had to modify Tiny Listers because the eye monocle that they decided to put, you know, what size you know, so they're they're making all the props. So normally you make one type of a prop. Um Tiny Lister actually has a dead eye. So they couldn't put the monocle over his good oh, eye. Oh shoot, really? He wouldn't have been able to see. <laughs> So his is the only one that's modified. And I'm like, that goes that says a lot that they really wanted the look of Tiny Lister because normally it'd be like, oh, you don't work with what we've already got money involved with. We're not going to spend more on basically a nameless character that doesn't do a lot. Yeah, and at this point, too, like, it's not like we don't know who Tiny Lister is in 1992, you know? Right. No, I mean, you know. This fit, that fit, like... It feels like something we would have done in like the early '80s, not not this point. No, yeah, I mean that's ever everyone's got to start somewhere. But I mean, even now, I, I I just kept calling him Debo when he walk into the hotel room. I'm like, somebody done took my bicycle. You know, that's what <laughs> I was yelling at the TV. I know this movie by heart too. I think I was aggravating Jackie a little bit because I knew all the lines like right before it would drop. I I didn't need to watch this last night. I didn't need to. But I wanted to because I love this movie. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but it's like I, I, have, I, have, I, I can recite this movie. It's one I've let Anthony watch already. You know, it's just there's other than Van Dam, but there's no nudity in this. There's there's language and there's some pretty gory violence. I, that's but, one of the things I kind of was amazed by was this is still the time period where typically if someone got shot, you. Uh, occasionally get a blood splatter like that didn't happen often i feel like still at this point we got mm. blood blood squibs but not to like this scale i feel like this is one of those earlier ones that really well i mean they all did out close-ups on uh longer and shooting people in the head yeah like, and like they, like they would even change the camera angle so you, you could saw see the better. back out yeah <laughs> like it made sure that you got to see it and like when the one scientist gets the needle stabbed by the back of his head, like it pops through his cheek. His cheek. I was, yeah. I was like, damn, that's, that was rough. Like, this is a movie that didn't have, like, it, it felt like this is what it had, like, the horror team doing the prosthetic effects, you know? Oh, yeah. this These guys had some, like, horror background, you know, stuff like that. I mean, especially with cutting off the ears. You know, we see that soldier in the Vietnam section with his, basically his ear is gone, which always reminds me of uh, Reservoir Dogs, you know, the whole ear cutting scene Yeah, uh, in that movie. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, the practical effects in this movie hold, held up really well watching it last night. They did, and that, like, every vehicle that is crashed is real. Even when the semi-truck goes over the cliff and leads to the giant grand finale of an explosion yeah. like that could have been miniatures or they could have really blown up a i couldn't tell i, I was i was yeah. looking at it um, I, that was one of those moments where i was like i can't tell i i would want to say it's probably miniature work but again when they clean stuff up too much on blu-ray everything kind of looked fake it's like i could even tell when you first see the truck when it comes out of the plane that there's no way that trailer was attached to it to come out of that plane. Yeah. You know, it doesn't bend that way. But, but you like, know, when you're a kid, you didn't care about yeah. shit and like that. Yeah, and when that, that bus, know. like, flips and rolls, I'm like, wow, they just, like, flipped a real bus. 
Like now you that never I, get to see a bus flip these days, I feel like. The whole speed segment in this yeah. movie. Um no, I, I believe all that was I, I feel like a lot of that was practical. Like I believe they were really on that like dirt road on that like canyon road right there. Um and then you can definitely tell that they're in a place like the salt plains or something where there's just wide open desert for them absolutely to do absolutely nothing lot. around them yeah there's no cavern there's no cliffs there's no rocks so there's a couple scenes where you know that so i'm thinking it probably led right up to and then it is a miniature when it comes off because it's just really well done um and all of this is again we're back to that whole thing of you know it's, it's stunt people it's really people doing it. like them rappelling down the dam was really people repelling down the dam. And that's why this movie like works so well because of how much you actually get to see. Yeah. You know? No, it, they don't hide things. Yeah. This is definitely one of those where it's not it, the cutaways aren't as obvious. They're not trying to hide things. The punches, the fight sequences in this movie are a lot better. Of course you have two trained martial artists. You know, so they don't feel like it's fake. You know, it, it doesn't feel like when the leg goes up, someone's head's already like going to the back. You know, right? That kind you know, of thing that, that especially is notorious for these late '80s, early '90s action movies, where it's like, and turn, and turn, and yeah. turn. All right, you all got hit. Like the only time it changes up its feel is when they're like jacked on the 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 extra serum. And he's throwing Van Damme around, you know. Oh, when he's throwing him 30 feet like he's Captain America. <laughs> but it's also that moment where you're still like, okay, they are like enhanced, you know. Well, yeah, they took the beans. Bane serum, so. They, they took the Bane serum. I did like that. It was just stab it in your heart. I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, especially after that needle's been in the dirt and in the mud and maybe some Oh, yeah. Food. It was, oh, you know there's cow you're on a farm. Everywhere. So, like, yeah, you it's everywhere around you. Did you recognize uh, Van Am's mom? No, I did not. Well, knowing how much you love Predator and how much you love talking about those movies. Yeah, I definitely enjoy talking about Predator in the year 2022. Uh, she was the uh, coroner doctor in Predator 2 when they bring her the spear tip. And no she shit. tries to figure out what it is. That's her. Nice. That's I was like, cool. oh, it's the doctor from Predator 2. <laughs> and I had I had her and Chico, I had to make sure I talked about because A, always gotta talk about Chico, and B, Nate loves Predator. So I had to bring up a Predator reference. I I, I truly do love Predator. I'm just burnt out. <laughs> we should really cover a Predator movie soon. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, no, no. <laughs> No, I just thought it was, it was kind of funny to see that. I was, I, I liked, I liked the whole thing. I like you know the, coming the home. Whole final fight was awesome because we just get more destruction of the playground. You know, so this is one of the things I do like about this movie, and at least what you're talking about is we we saw an ending to the movie. He falls off the cliff. Dolph Lundgren is in the I thing. I looked at Dom, and I was like, why is the movie still going on? Like, why are we getting a Return of the King ending? I was like, yeah. he's dead. Like, like, <laughs> like now we're it getting... It keeps going. Now we're... But this is one of the weird things. Is Now it's like, okay, now we actually get a conclusion. He's going home. 
And instead of going, well, what about, you know, being wanted by, you know, the, the, the government, she's like, I'm going to go turn myself in. So you kind of feel like, all right, they're just wrapping up this story. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, all it's sudden, doing, uh, Rambo where it's like he made it home credits right. roll which is what play, it should have done play the <laughs> and music even then, when like when uh the explosion happened i was like oh that's kind of strange we didn't get like a grand finale fight I was no like, huh. or a close-up of doll falling you know it, that like I, that whole ah! like, he's dead we got a michael bay size explosion there's no way he survived it like the trailer exploded the 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 bus it, exploded it tumbled <laughs> there was not even a moment we watched him go over the cliff too there wasn't yeah. like oh the door opened up and he tumbled out because if he did out. he would have tumbled out right in front of them because they're yeah. on a cliff like yeah, because Van he's Damme dead. had to, like, run the vehicles and jump, and he still almost fell. So, yeah, there's this whole moment, and I had to, I had, I couldn't remember as a kid what I felt when I see, because I always remember the ending ending. Well, and that's the I, other thing, like, once they show the, uh, the compound, I went, oh, yeah, he gets kicked into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, but it, it was, it's subtle foreshadowing. Like, they don't, like. Oh, there's no put the subtle foreshadowing it. in any of this movie. There's even like you know when she's having a cigarette at the gas station. Hey, be careful! That'll blow up with the fuel pumps. I was like, oh, yeah. well, obviously the fuel pumps they're, are gonna blow. They're up. gonna blow up the fuel pumps. <laughs> but it wasn't like they purposely left the camera on the the combine, whatever the the machine was. But here's the other thing. Now it goes into where we're at the the, the final confrontation where Dolph shows up. He has uh, tied up. Uh, Veronica, yeah, Veronica, which is kind of cool. She's like leaving in a rainstorm. She can't just stay. You guys have been traveling for days. Spend the night, eat some dinner. You know, have some potatoes. Well, potatoes. The man loves potatoes. And no, she has to immediately leave. She goes out to the car. The keys are gone. We get Dolph Lundgren and all his jingle jangle gloriousness with badges and belt buckles and ears and and so he captures everyone and then we get this van dam moment that we all love things are on fire van dam kind of raises up and he gets his ass kicked oh yeah yeah dolph throws him around like a rag doll like not even nothing is like van dam punches him kicks him nothing works and thrown through the bar or the barn not a bar and you're just like what the hell happened like that was the van that was the the hard target moment you know with the fire behind him the john woo look nothing and it goes through the whole fight sequence you know van nam finally gets the serum from dolph he injects himself and they redo the shot again of him coming up with the flame behind him. Yeah, they him. do. Yeah. And now he gets to kick Dolph Lundgren's ass. I'm like, that is amazing. You and guys went for it. <laughs> and when he's kicking Dolph's ass, it's like Dolph almost gets cartoonish of like after getting punched once oh with God. the super muscle serum. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they hurt. Facial expression. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he just keeps getting punched <laughs> oh my god and then eventually and, another wall gets destroyed as he gets they, punched through a wall they get they get knocked through everything another barn the stables all this stuff till they get to the end and yes 
Lundgren is standing in front of this farm equipment. And you even as a kid, I'm like, yeah, no one's getting ready Here's to happen coming. now. And he just punch, punch, kick, punch, punch, kick till finally Van Dam does one of the you know, like his trademark moves. He's doing like spin kicks and just high yeah. kicks, you know? I All still in denim. Wish, I wish the final kick was a roundhouse. I don't know why. I still wish that was what because every was. final kick should be the roundhouse. We it know always this. should be the round. That's roundhouse. standard rule. Um, uh, but he knocks him into the combine, which as an adult, I'm like, I don't know if that would pierce through me. Those don't look sharp. I, I feel like if you were to kick me into that, it would hurt, but I would probably bounce off. I think, but I, think I was I, not kicked by someone with the Bane serum. So that also, also, you don't have the mass of Lundgren. So this is true. Think about I, if anything goes how tiny I am, I might go in between every little peg. You would have just been like, whoop, and just Woo-hoo! he's like, ha, sucker. No, I don't. I don't think your. I don't think it would have went through his hand because they loved showing they, that. They shot. really loved showing that. They hand. loved whoever, whoever like <laughs> made that. <laughs> that guy was like, get that in there. Get. Have you seen my I hand? He shot. showed up to work that day, just like going to crafting table. Check out this hand. <laughs> He's telling everybody, like, no, I'm going to get a close-up on mine. They're like, shut up, Dave. You're not going to get a close-up. Oh, I'm going to get one. You mark my words. He puts everything in. He got two close-ups. He did. Dave, Dave kicked, kicked its ass, man. And, again, you know, cliche action movie. The hero leans over the bad guy to see if he's actually dead. And then, they're still not dead. Dude got blown up in a truck. I don't think that was going to kill him. Nope. He Michael Myers himself and raises his hand. He Michael Myers. And still to this day, I know I thought it as a kid. I thought at this time, Dolph Lundgren's trying to kiss Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, no, scene. that's exactly what Dom and I were saying. We're like, I was doing for a good old kiss. <laughs> Dolph's got his lips like, all right, out. He's puckering him out, and he's grabbing him by the back of the head and, like, bringing it in closer right. and closer. I'm not trying to like, kill I'm you. I'm going to die. I'm at least going to kiss those lips. That's right. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one thinking <laughs> that. I have always thought that. And then the, I don't, I don't care. This is probably top five end one-liner of a movie i don't know man i feel like they missed the mark with it (laughs) nope i love this one because it is you can be discharged from the military and what happens when you get thrown into the shredder it discharges whatever you put in it you're discharged sarge (laughs) yes that's like the end of True lies where he goes, you're fired and yes. fires yeah, the like, missile. To me, that's it's... a way better. Like this one, I'm like, damn no, it. <laughs> this is top five for me. Top five. I am not kidding. <laughs> Your discharge, Sarge. And he follows it up with an even better one when she's like, where is he at? Is he still here? And, and Van Dam straight face goes, he's around. I was like, yes, yes, he's around. I like that we get to see a little bit of chunks being spewed out. (laughs) I looked at Jackie and I went, the kids just fell into it. They're committing suicide from uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil. When the kid jumps into the woods, (laughs) Chipper. 
And he's like, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> she lost it too because she knew exactly where I was going with it. But just, he just dove in. I don't know. It's a suicide pact. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> this is this is this is this is a favorite of mine, man. I'm glad we picked this. Oh, I yeah. really am. <coughs> I know, yeah, everybody, this is still one of our canned episodes. Charlie's still sick from every other episode you're going to hear. <laughs> now, Charlie's been sick for the entire month of November. <laughs> All of November, I've been sick. Uh, you know, send your well wishes, and it'll be fine. Email us at gmbmam at pod.com. But, oh, yeah, we know, do have an email. I don't haven't been saying that a whole lot I lately. Know. I don't know. Uh, we haven't been getting emails, so. Um, well, but that's yeah. Universal Soldier. <laughs> that's, you, that's your discharge, Sarge. Um, I love it. And then it just ends. Now there is no, I'm going to go turn myself in. <laughs> then it ends and your oh, boy yes. gets hyped. Oh, <laughs> cause I didn't know. You didn't and know. It's so hyped at the end of a movie. Oh my God. Which is why, um, this next segment fits so well Lead with the end of the movie. It. Dude, the, this movie ends with. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count is the final song on Universal Soldier. I was losing it. <laughs> Still am. It's it's why it's our music on the action show. It come from Universal Soldier. In man. my head, it's just because body count rules. And <laughs> well, I mean, it does fit. We did want to do a body count, but the, it was. Like I picked it because it was the end song of Universal Soldier. Like even like Jackie didn't know that, and we're watching it, and I'm like getting ready for the credits, and she's just looking at me, and I'm like, "Oh wait!" And you, it doesn't start with the gunshot. I don't think it starts with the siren first. Yeah, and the siren comes in, and she's looking at me like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "Yeah, it's where I got it. This is <laughs> this is why it's the action segment." Was the end of universal soldiers body count and i love it so speaking of the body count for universal so now <laughs> this is going to be the body count uh and i got this off of uh, all out of bubble gum and it's pretty much just the deaths not not ralph ralph moeller dying four times <laughs> we're not gonna movie. go into every single damn dead no. dead dead but there are 52 deaths in universal soldier so it's sizable and it's counting the Vietnam segment where we see people die in that, uh, the, the, the Hoover dam, uh, a lot of the, uh, innocent people that get caught. You know, I mean, like there's four cops that die immediately in the, uh, in the deli, uh, in the deli segment. So, I mean, it adds up fast in this movie There's a lot of indiscriminate killing. Um, and it works, I mean, you know, it definitely does. The, the only thing that's a little strange, even with that number, it's mm. not like, an action movie like say RoboCop, where you just have people being dispatched, no, it's quickly or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what exactly I'm trying to say, but like it's because of how much is cat and mouse, and you have to keep these two alive. It's not like mm. Van Damme is going around and killing all the people. It's it's mainly Dolph. It, it's Dolph going around, but you also got to remember that you know they do blow up the uh, trailer that has all of the Unisols that hadn't yeah. been taken out yet. 
all of the sol- the main soldiers Dolph takes out, you know, when he takes control, um, you know, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven terrorists at the Hoover Dam. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. I think it is counting Dolph and Van Dam killing each other at the beginning because they're dead. They are dead. We bayoneted him and then they, you know, shot each other. So, I mean, right there, we're already almost in the 20s. So as you continue yeah. on through the movie, it does add up pretty quick. Um, it just feels weird because there's not a lot of people in the movie, like you're saying. It doesn't feel yeah, like that's why it a feels ton so of, strange like, because collateral most of the movie is damage. chasing one another. And then you get to the gas station explosion, like six Universal Soldiers die there. Yeah. The one colonel dies and then a couple people die. Once yeah, the other the other like taken over. officers and, and stuff it's like back that. to chasing for a bit, and then you get to the deli scene, a couple more deaths. Like that, that's I think it's the space, but it, it still is entertaining action, and that's right why it, it works. But you so know, well. he killed he killed um the two cops in the, the bus scene. He kills the driver in the bus scene. Um, you know, it, like I said, it adds up pretty fast. Somebody did a breakdown of the Luke and. Scott kills, but I was like, I don't really care about that. I just want overall kill. So, all right, man. Well, let's do our uh, kill of the week. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. So, Nate, in Universal Soldier, what is your kill of the week? Oh, man, that is a very good question because, like, the way this movie works out, um, (laughs) it's a little strange, right? Yeah. You know? Um. but I do think I'm going to have to go with that needle through the cheek because it's so brutal because it's yeah. not going the front of the cheek. It's from the back of the head pushing through the cheek. Yeah, like it went through uh, the, the base of his skull, through his spine. It's just like the terrifying thing of ha- thinking how big Dolph is, him forcing to sit you down and then forcing your head into yeah. a needle is pretty horrific. And it's once you really think about it, it's not just the needle that went through his head it was the whole mechanism yeah the whole like thing had to go like that's in the middle of his brain now yeah the syringe part it's not like it's a 10 inch long needle no it's no. like three inches if that yeah so it went through his you know dome um what about you dude it it it's a disservice if i give this to anything else except your discharge, Sarge. <laughs> I cannot not make that my kill of the week because it's one of my favorite scenes in this movie. As a kid, it burned in my brain. I look forward to it all the time. It is a top five end one-liner for me. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I love when he gets fed through the chipper, man. It is one of my... and. It could have just shown the machine turning on and that's it. But no, we get chunks of Dolph flying out the chute, which makes it even better. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, we get oh, our horror moment that was definitely one, the other only movies would not do that. The only thing that would have made it better was a chunk flew out and the camera follows it and it's his ear. That would have been the only thing that would have made it that much more better. Was that his ear got cut off? Well, then too. at that point, Van Dam would have to look down on the ground because it fell at his boot. Of course, he'd be like, 
Now I can't hear you. And then that's when we get body count credits roll. <laughs> I'll be like, I heard you the first time. Oh, so good. So good. All right, man. Let's rate this bad boy. All right, Nate. You got to go first. Even though I knew it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember liking this movie as a kid, and no matter what, there was going to be some enjoyment to it. Plus, Mm. watching it with my buddy Don was a lot of fun, but, like, it's an 8.5 for me. Like... Yeah, it, it feels kind of strange that we're doing a Van Damme movie for no like big milestone because, you know, like the the heavy, the Mount Rushmore of action stars. Our, our big heavies are usually special. You, there's usually things. something. And this was kind of just like, oh, let's just do it to do it. And we get two of the big heavies in, you know, this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely an 8.5. It's just an all around a lot of fun. And we just did RoboCop. This is yeah. like we've done some bangers coming off of Halloween. Yeah. And like, I didn't, I didn't pick been, lightweights for Halloween either. So you know, it's just been kind of like, yeah, let's just. I think it's because it's like we're getting ready to hit our, you know, this is going to be coming to the end of our second year doing the action stuff. So knowing next year starts our third year, and we have there's some movies we haven't done yet. Movies that you weird. think like how have they not done that yet? It's like nah, I, I think now we're at a point where it's like all cylinders are firing in this podcast. Yeah, I'm. Just- I'm yeah, Start, I'm a lot you know. more. The first year, you're like, I, I'm too new at this, and I don't want to waste, uh, uh, you know, some big ones. Second year, it's like, okay, it's time I want to cover this, but that just means there's even better ones to come in the third. Oh year. yeah, that basically uh, what we're teasing you with is next year. Once we get past the two year anniversary mark, I think we're gonna have some pretty big body counts. Yeah, I think if not body counts, some ones that everyone's gonna be like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's that's action or oh yeah that's horror you know we're uh we're ramping towards you know the holiday season i know this one is just before thanksgiving hits us um and then we got christmas i mean this year's flying by for us and we're we're recording this in october but i still feel that way you know um as far as my rating for this yeah say what do you got this we've this, gushed we've gushed man oh it's not a low number it's it's not a low number. Um, 12, 13, 14 year old me, Charlie would have probably ranked. This is the best action movie ever. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. This you is, know. this is definitely one of those, like a 12 year old version of us is like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really has stuck with me my entire life since I've seen it. But, uh, I think I'm just going to up you a little bit. I'm going to give it a nine. There you this go. Is, nice. It, it, it is up there. Honestly, there's nothing I would ever really, change in this movie it's not like oh i wish they'd have done this or i well, wish I, i'd have done I that think my complaint is i just wish we could have gotten more of the other universal soldiers i agree that, but that's I also... the big thing like we get to see them in action once and then after that it's like god like if you have all of them going after dan van damme the scene that happened at the hotel we should have had more of like that where it's like holy shit like he is truly outnumbered and outgunned you know yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree with that. But, but I also, also he is becoming smarter and becoming more and more of his human self. So he's able to outsmart them. He's because th- they he's, 
are all yeah. still stuck in the program, except he's for free thinking. Basically, yeah. he's broken of that. But in all reality, it's called we paid a lot of money to get Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren in the same movie. They're going to be on the screen 90 exactly. percent of the time. That's yep. just how the the submit the, the 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 stuff works with Hollywood. So good, good, good scores, good grading. So let's uh, let's, let's ruin the let, mood. Let's hurt my feelings. I'm the trash man. I come out. I throw trash all over the all over the ring and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on that. Oh, that's going to be a disaster. All right. I, I know there's haters for this movie. There are, no. but the problem is usually I try to pick something with like a short paragraph. The haters to this movie decide to write like nine paragraphs. There were so many. I was digging through them like too long, too long, too long. <laughs> too long. But I got one. All right. And this is. Alec and Sarkic. I I don't know. It's a lot of words just together that I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they gave this three out of ten back in 2018 and called it universal garbage. Blech. Early 90s decade was most known for action and martial art movies. They were very popular also here on the Balkans. And I still remember how on television they just played movies with Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, Seagal. Chuck Norris, and others. Our television channels still time to time play this kind of movies. I am admitting when I was a kid, I really enjoyed action movies. I am still enjoying them time to time when I want to relax and not think of hard themes. I always find something in the spear to watch or rewatch. So these days, I started to rewatch early movies with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Of this early Van Damme flicks, Universal Soldier is most known of them. But in my opinion, the worst one. I really enjoy campy and cheesy movies, but this one has nothing of that. It is just totally brainless, and even the action sequence are badly done. And you also have one of the most annoying companions I have ever seen on movie. Actress Allie Walker. I hope she will die in some part of the movie, but she is there till the end. But when you see that this one is directed by one of the worst directors in history of cinema, Roland Emmerich, then everything is clear. I only give this movie the rating 3 out of 10 because of the scene with Van Damme eating a ton of food in the drive-in. I laugh so hard, so stupid, but funny. Watch this movie if you're only diehard Van Damme fan and because of the scene I mentioned on another hard skip it. Wow. I don't yeah, like that I, I do think, like... This movie, he they got a point. It doesn't have the campiness to it, so it's it's serious, so it feels darker, you know. Oh, there's comedy in this. We there is, about that. yeah. I mean, but I I can understand where it's like, oh, like someone being put off because they're like, oh, it's so like, dark. Like Van, I don't think this movie's dark at all, except for the Vietnam sequence. Like Van Damme's almost childlike in this movie. Like, oh, he's he is learning stuff. I don't no, I don't agree with that at all. I, I that's called you just don't like action movies, so stop watching them. You know, there's also we have a co-host that didn't want to be on this episode because when we mentioned it, he started laughing. Which He's I like, don't ah, understand. no. I'm like, what? It's Universal Soldier. I'm not no, no, no. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Pete. Um <laughs> he just had he had no interest in doing this one, and I'm just like this is like one of my top 20 action movies, man. This is 
This is Universal Soldier. I love this movie. And it keeps going. We talked about it. There's, I don't know how many movies out now that are under the Universal Soldier. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> there might even be a TV show. I can't remember. It, it's so many Universal things because it's, God, screw it. You know, here's a pun. It's universally loved. Ha ha. You know, it's, that's just how it works. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I just know in the in the action circles and people of our generation normally when you say this movie when you say Universal Soldier their eyes light up because it's like oh yeah Dolphin Van Dam oh that was the one where they were like dead bodies brought back to life like it it checked every box I wanted at the time and still does it just boggles my mind when there's still like people that are like Oh, this movie's garbage. Like, I can understand there's certain movies I enjoy a lot, but I can also say, yeah, they're probably not good movies. I love Delta Force 2. For most people, it's not a good movie. But Delta Force I, 2 is a highly enjoyable movie, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, but I <laughs> love it, and I will defend it to the end. But when I have to say movies like Universal Soldier, that's, that, that's one where, like, everyone should have some type of positive reaction to it in my mind. You know, even if you don't really like action movies, you at least have heard of it. You at least kind of, like most people even kind of know the premise or at least who was in it. I don't know. That just bugs me. And I'm dragging this out way too long <laughs> talking about this guy's getting too much of my airtime. Yeah, he like did. It. All right. So that guy's wrong. So that's why we make fun of him. And, you know, he's not. He's We're not the only ones that are ever right. Sometimes right. others are right more than the other. Sometimes you decide. That's right. We're not going to call each other out on this one. All right, man. Well, that's uh, another one in the can for us. And thank you guys for checking us out while we're taking our small hiatus uh, for uh, November. But we didn't want to leave you guys hanging without any entertainment. So, you know, we, we, we felt the pressure on us to keep going. So we're banking these early. So you get to hear sick Charlie for a month. Um, so if you. Uh, Fair. Where we are not taking a hiatus, though, is you'll still be able to find us over on Facebook on Give Me Back My Action Movies, the Facebook group, and Give Me Back My Horror Movies, Facebook group. Both are on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can find us all there. We will stay completely active on that. We'll still be promoting all these episodes, you know, so we're there. Um, I'm just taking a little bit of break from recording. That's about all we're doing here this year. Um, uh, plenty of other stuff too to listen to. We have all of our shows on the Give Me Back My Podcast Network. We have Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Monster Movie Stomp Down, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. So, plenty of stuff to keep you occupied during this holiday season leading up to Turkey Day. Eat your mashed potatoes, you know, some good stuff there. Nate, eat am I forgetting potatoes. anything? Eat your nope, potatoes. Just keep eating potatoes. Just keep, keep eating the potatoes. So. I think we did it. Thank you, everyone. Seriously appreciate it. Absolutely. You bared with us, and that's all we can ask for. So, Charlie, what is the good word? You're going to hate me, but you're discharged, Sarge. other one good one like you know 
Say goodnight, asshole. No. I like your discharge, Sarge. <laughs> Where's he at? He's around. That one's a good one. That that's, one is a good one. That's a good one. But you can't have that one without your discharge, Sarge. I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying. Top five.